The Sit With Warriors podcast originated with the concept of simply that. The idea of when you sit with warriors, the conversation is different. And when someone put it to me that way, I really sat and reflected on how many incredible women, women warriors, leaders, heroines, mentors, badass women that I think would be incredibly inspiring for others to hear from. So we put forth this podcast in the hopes of sharing stories of authenticity and of inspiration. All the guests I have on the podcast will share with you real and authentic stories of love and life and laughter, of moments of transition, of moments of triumph, of those moments of aha, and perhaps some of the lowest. But they're all here to share and for us to sit together. So I ask, will you share with us and sit with us? Today, we sit with Bonnie. We can allow ourselves to get into alignment with finding that joy when we do it from what makes our own self happy, what brings us joy, not what our parents need us to do, not what society needs us to do, not what our girlfriends need us to do, not what our ex-husbands need us to do or our new partners need us to do. And I think that phrase right there has been repeated over and over again. However, I still don't think that people are getting it. I think there's a lot of people who are still doing things that are out of alignment for themselves. And there is nothing wrong with doing what works for you because when we do what works for us and it feels good and we're in alignment with ourselves then everything else flows like stay in your lane that's my phrase of the year stay in your mf lane (laughs) if more of us just stayed in our own lane and stayed authentic and stayed in alignment or whatever you want to think of it as that really allows us to stay on track being true to our passion and our purpose and we also will allow others to join us on this i call it the caravan not the carpool and when i talk about that it's the idea of in this life we're here to caravan with others not to carpool and our generation i think was conditioned to thinking that when you met somebody it was like oh my gosh i'm getting in your vehicle or you get in my vehicle and i totally immerse myself and everything that is you very much the idea of this melt melting pot immersion as opposed to this idea of a synergy or I call it caravanning. And I always say to people, stay in your lane and find someone to caravan with because that's really what this is about in life. It's like, you wanna come along for this journey with me? That sounds cool. I'm gonna come with you as long as I can, as long as I want to, and as long as this works. And we just keep it very open. And the idea of being without expectation, I think things just flow a lot better. And I think there's that piece of, this is my caravan, this is your caravan, and what is important to you and your caravan, this is what is important to me and my caravan. And we clearly communicate which direction we're going. I recently came back from three weeks in Rome and in Tuscany, and I navigated in my little baby Fiat, which is the size of a tin can with four wheels. It was the cutest, perfect car. 
And anyone who has been to Rome or a major European city, they have a different way of driving there. It's kind of like get in your car, hope for the best, and close your eyes and turn on some music because <laughs> the rules everywhere don't really apply. So I was getting from Rome, the big airport there, down to an area called Montepulciano, and I was driving on this highway. It's the A1, so it's like the big autobahn there, and I trusted my instincts almost over my GPS. GPS sometimes was like, take a turn here. It wanted me to take all the exits and then exit back onto the highway. So we were doing like extra little trips and I don't know why Google Maps planned it that way, but that's the route that they took me on. And there was parts of it that I started getting a little bit out of alignment because it was a lot of extra work and it wasn't feeling okay. So I thought to myself, there's like three turns that you need to make from the A1 to where you are staying. So just go with what feels right. As soon as I started going with what felt right, all the good songs came on the radio. The scenery was just beautiful. I rolled down the windows. I made up time and really enjoyed the experience. Came across a toll highway, which operates a little bit differently than other toll highways. And it was a new experience for me. And I started to get nervous because everything is in Italian and I speak zero Italian. And I thought to myself, how much better can it get? I got out of my car, I gestured to the people behind me who were in their own caravan, and the nice person walked over, took my visa, tapped away, I got a ticket, the gate opened, and we were off again. Instead of getting myself into a space of, I don't know how to do this, this is gonna be awful, I'm never gonna get through the gate, blah, 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 blah. Because there are people along the way on your own caravan journey who want to help you if you allow them to help you. You're not alone. You are never alone. Not only through your higher self or through your guidance system, when you're open to, I like to call it open to support because a lot of people have an issue with saying they're open to help, but they are open to support. I have many people that come on my table and they definitely are sort of that independent warrior type where they have a really hard time saying yes to quote unquote help. I had an amazing woman on my table. She goes, well, I don't ask for help. Why would I ask for help? Quite indignant. And I was like, but would you ask for support? And she was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh no, I'd ask for support like every day. So you see how it's all about perspective. And in that perspective, it was diction. It was verbiage. What words we were using. It went from being a position of need to want. And isn't so interesting that when we shift that and we then can communicate in our relationships, friends, parents, colleagues, romantic relationships, children, and we can clearly communicate our wants and our needs and what is required for our own self to stay in alignment. Renee Brown says, clear is kind. And I think she nailed it on that one. Because when you can be really clear about what your intentions are, what you require from a relationship with another human being mm -hmm. or animal mm -hmm. for that matter, mm -hmm. then everybody knows where the goalposts are. And it doesn't mean that you can't merge or change or shift fields or all those things or change your caravan. It just means you need to just really be able to focus and engage and enjoy your lane, your experience. 
emotions and not be distracted by others. And I think that's a big part of where we're moving with this topic and with this energy is relationship dynamics and how we can really try and stay in alignment with all parts of our life, not just with our Nestle romantic partner. And that takes us to the question of growth. You know, you've gone through a major transitional year and the growth perspective has been incredible for you. You've had incredible growth in your professional life and your personal life and you're doing your PhD, which is incredible. And we really want to talk about that more in a whole episode about the pursuit of education and how that looks and feels and how that is such an important aspect. Like I like to talk recently about the idea of education versus entertainment. That's a huge part of that growth cycle is where your priorities are. For me, I think that I've spent my 40 years, I'll be 42 in the fall. So the first kind of 40 years was doing what everyone else thought that I should be doing. What should Bonbon be doing? Let's tell her how things are gonna be. We think that she should live in this type of house with this color furniture and she needs to wear this sort of outfit when she is wearing this role and has to be this person. It wasn't until I went through that major life altering experience with my father last year when we spent two months at Club KGH in ICU with COVID and all the layers that came with that. It really shook me and I don't want to sound cliche and say that it shook me to the core but when you walk into an ICU there's a 50-50 chance that you are coming home or you are not coming home. I would go in there in the morning and have a visit and I would come back an hour later and the person who was beside my father's room wouldn't be there anymore and it's because they passed away. To be faced with death literally and figuratively for 60 days on the nose it really gives you a lot of perspective that we don't know how long we are here for. We should be doing things that bring us joy. We should be kind to everyone who is around us because you don't know what that person is going through. And that's a trend that I keep hearing a lot about lately. It's like, let's be kind to other people. And it makes me laugh because I'm like, this is not a new concept, friends. How did we get to a point that we have to remind people to be kind? Sharing and being kind goes along with I'm in my caravan this is what I require this is important to me how can you and I together make this all work and when I was in the ICU that team there went they always go above and beyond but it was next level above and beyond every day it was me saying thank you so much for doing your job Thank you for taking care of him. Thank you for ensuring that he has this and he has that. And sitting outside his window and updating me on his progress and how his night was and how his day was for the few hours that I wasn't there. They didn't have to do it. They did it because the kindness that I communicated to them and that love that came from a very sincere spot, they felt that. So when we are interacting with people and we are back in alignment with ourselves and we are feeling true to who we are, that energy radiates out. 
be the lighthouse. Push that light out. Stand tall and stand firm. Be true to yourself. Be authentic. And continue that energy of wanting to spread positivity, kindness, whatever you want to think of it as. I mean, I always tell my daughter, kindness costs you nothing. It's as cut and dry as that, you know? And not that make everything's about money, but it's the truth. Kindness costs us nothing. And in a world where people are very mindful right now, I think, of where they're at, it's important that we recognize the fact that sharing a smile with somebody, giving someone a compliment, making eye contact, I find is something that even that is a challenge at times. That I think is a big deal for people. It's just that idea of connection. People just want a connection. And if the currency is kindness, mm -hmm. then amazing. I just dropped Poppy, the Australian Labradoodle, off at her doggy daycare and there was a lady who was waiting to get her dog out of the car and it happened to be Poppy's best friend, Milo. And I've never met Milo's parents before, but Poppy and Milo apparently play like little gangsters. Like they just have so much fun. They rule the farm and they have a great time. Milo's mom was standing outside her car. Her and I are around the same age and she is a professional in town that I do know. I rolled my window down because I really liked her outfit. She wore a dress and it was open so she wore it like a cardigan and it was really cute. So I rolled down my window and I said, you must be Milo's mom. I'm Poppy's mom. I really like your outfit. Well, if this lady didn't stand 12 inches taller and she said, well, thank you, because I don't know why we got away from saying to people, you look nice. Mm -hmm. You have great shoes. I like your smile. Saying that with the understanding that that's also not a come on. I can say to another male, you had a great bike ride today. You looked great, rode well. I had a great time with you today does not mean I want to take you home and sleep with you. <laughs> I absolutely agree. It's an interesting thing that you bring it up about gender, but it doesn't matter what it is, it goes to motive. And that's what it's about. You can just be kind people without motive. I can give you a compliment without wanting something out of you or from you yes. or a piece of you. And yes. I think that's important to recognize. I'm involved with people right now that are in riding in different aspects of horse work and they're all at different places and stages. Everything from being national level to like grassroots to never rode to rode their entire life. And so it's really interesting to be around people like that because it goes back to motive. You can just be nice people and compliment them and be excited to be around them because you enjoy them. There's no other motive than that. Yeah. Authentically saying, I like what you're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope that Milo's mom has a really fabulous day. Why don't we start telling people that mm -hmm. if you truly truly feel that that is your pure intention and that's coming from your place of alignment and that feels good for you. I went on a date last night mm. and very sweet, good communicator, very good at texting, very good at saying, I am going to be busy with this. I will message you later. It's mind blowing to mm. me because it's like communication. I said to someone, if he has a personality more than an earthworm, <laughs> I will be happy because he's a very good communicator. Luckily, he has a great personality. And so when we met, right away he gave me a very kind compliment and it wasn't coming from a place of now I'm going to take you home and sleep with you. Mm -hmm. He complimented on actually my Birkenstocks that I was wearing and I thought that it was really sweet because it wasn't hey babe like you're super sexy. It was like your Birkenstocks are really cool. I like them. I was like <laughs> yeah we're gonna be friends for sure. <laughs> I think many people are experiencing right now is this online dating world, which is like, 
pandemic. A monster and a beast on its own. Because you have the people who their intention is to get a prize. The hunters. So we've been talking about this, you and I, the hunter versus the farmer. The hunters go in for the kill, take what they want. Farmer nurtures cycle patience, takes time, develops it. There's a big difference. The world of online dating, I feel, is for hunters. It's like a giant hunt. Every day you go on it with yeah. the intention of a kill. The problem is, is that there are some farmers on there and it's literally weeding them <laughs> out and being like, I'm calling all farmers right yeah. now for the record. Please come to the yes. surface. All farmers, please come on down. Yeah. And I think that's the piece because you and I have a number of mutual friends who are outstanding women who now refuse to online date because they have been... I don't want to say traumatized but I think that there's been a change of perspective on what dating is and what dating could be it's definitely the idea of the universe will show you what you don't want if you aren't open to what you do want I had a male friend say to me as well and I said you know I just can't handle this online dating thing and he said it so well it's a good way to meet people and find out where they're at and I thought this is actually a nice way of looking at it also, we talk about on the table is you an explorer, are you looking for reproduction, or looking for a companion. These three are my like go-to people, and I'm like, look, if you're an explorer, please do not go looking for a reproductive person or a companion in your life, because it's totally unfair. If you're looking to reproduce, please do not go and find yourself an explorer. He's yeah. never going to commit. He wants to go and explore. If we can get in alignment with this idea, I think it would be so much easier. If you think of it just like you mentioned, it really puts it in perspective. I think that you could almost take all the dating apps and then make one and just have a category that says are you an explorer are you wanting to reproduce or do you just want companionship and that's totally cool no matter what you're into if there was more people who wanted to explore exploring i think this place would be a lot more peaceful i've gotten into the habit of being really clear right away this is what i require and if you feel that you want to go and do something else that's fantastic but this is where i am at and there is no now deviating from what is important to me. I really think it's important that we just all be really, really mindful of what the intentions are. And I think that it is clear and kind to express what your intentions are so that people are not confused because you are navigating a first initial communication quite often with somebody's picture and words. And that can be tricky, but being very clear about what your intentions are in the beginning without sounding like a lunatic, being really clear. If you're getting a message that says, hey, you're really sexy, and you are like more of a I'm looking for a partner probably not the best match no and again in theory that's something that you go okay what is the energetic feel or intention of that there's no tone in texting and it's important to recognize this because you will read things through your own ear and your ear is not that of anyone else's don't take things personally because if you don't take things personally and there's no tone in texting then there should be none of this none of this drama llama stuff about messaging and this person said this to who and what just remember don't take it personal and there's no tone in texting you know it's important to recognize that simple communication with simple intentions creates simple results and that's really what i think i hope all of us are looking for it's worked out really well so far i feel like i have something that works for me in terms of my i want 
want to say strategy, but it's really, Jordan, it's just about being like, this is who I am. This is Bonnie. This is what's important to me. I'm passionate about my work. I've got a Labradoodle who's pretty cool. I like to exercise. I got a road bike. These are things that are important to me. And I also do like to wear a good pair of Birkenstocks. Well, I want to thank Miss Bonnie for an amazing sit. Always love our time together and obviously it's always a pleasure. Intuitive dating and authentic dating is something that all of our listeners, whether it's even dating yourself. We have a mutual friend of ours who did spend quite a bit of time dating herself and she did a wonderful job of exploring that for herself and I think that it was brilliant. Then you know what works for you. And really, what's your foundational? What is your fundamentals about? This I can live with, this I can live without. Mm -hmm. This I'm open to, this I'm not open to. And what's in alignment? What's out of alignment? Cindy, love and light.